Many people I have met have thousands of friends on Facebook, but find few people who really know them. As a society, we have built stronger Wi-Fi connections over time, but our personal connections have deteriorated. Welcome to Webland Local the Global, the company and the show that shows you that going outside will not kill you. Our mission is to build a world where we are all more involved in our communities. And we're glad that you're here to take a part of this future that we're building. In today's episode, we're going to be talking more about the problem that we're trying to solve with Webland. The rise of technology, loneliness, depression, and anxiety. Isn't it pretty amazing just how much technology has changed everything? Things have advanced to the point we have the world's knowledge, or at least most of the world's knowledge in our fingertips. We have virtual reality on tap, and your grandmother probably gets groceries delivered to her like she's the Queen of England. I would say the biggest change in technology that we can see today is the way we communicate, ranging through text, Snapchat, Messenger, Skype. And then there's also the way that we share ideas, show visuals, and entertain each other. So there's YouTube, there's Twitch, and who can forget TikTok? On the surface, with all this, you would assume that we would be happy. We would be satisfied. We are essentially more connected to each other than ever before, right? Like, everyone's pretty much a click or two away. You could talk to anybody. But unfortunately, we can see that this is not the case, and we are becoming painfully aware of this. Do you ever feel lonely? Well, you're not alone. A new study from Cigna says most Americans feel lonely, and the group most at risk isn't the older generation. It is one of the youngest. Researchers found loneliness is a major threat to Americans' mental, physical, and emotional well-being, and it can have huge consequences. It seems contradictory, but life has never been as crowded and yet as lonely as it is right now. In fact, medical experts are calling loneliness the epidemic of our time. Former Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy tackled a range of public health crises. They included issues like Zika, drug and alcohol addiction, and obesity. But he also shed light on a silent crisis, the rising number of lonely people in America. He spoke about his concern at the Aspen Ideas Festival last year. Many people I have met have thousands of friends on Facebook, but find few people who really know them. As a society, we have built stronger Wi-Fi connections over time, but our personal connections have deteriorated. I don't know about you guys, but I don't find this news surprising. There's actually a feeling of being connected that we are not getting just by staring at our screens. The feeling of actually feeling connected to someone, actually being seen by somebody else, actually feeling that somebody else is there is missing. When we are online, we can't get that feeling that we're looking for. These companies will hit us with like nice little tips, nice little tricks to keep us addicted and to make us feel like we need these platforms, but we're human beings that desire social connection. But connecting through our screens is not the way that we were designed. 
the cherry on top, the correlation between depression and our internet usage, or even more specifically, the correlation between depression and social media. Here's an article from 2019, Millennials and the Loneliness Epidemic. You are not alone if you feel like you have no one to talk to. According to a 2018 survey, The Economist and the Kaiser Family Foundation, more than two in 10 adults in the US, 22%, and the United Kingdom, 23%, say they always or often feel lonely, a lack of companionship, or feel left out or isolated. And on top of that, a different wave of this research said that nearly half of Americans feel left out or alone. And 54% of them saying that sometimes feel that no one knows them well. And this isn't just in the US, this is all over the world. Isn't that pretty incredible? Anywhere from one in four people to half of us feel these feelings of loneliness, depression, anxiety on a regular basis. And these numbers have only gone up since the rise of the internet, since the late 90s. These numbers have only been going up. Here's a crazier part. In Japan, there are more than half a million people under the age of 40 who haven't left their house or interacted with anyone for the past six months. Granted, this was a study done in 2018? Could you imagine that now? What are these numbers like now? The fact that we have to socially di distance ourselves from one another because of this pandemic, on top of the social issues that we've been experiencing all over the world, these and human rights violations, what? And we all just kind of ignore it. Like, not even ignore it. We kind of humor, add humor to it because we have no other way to really cope. Have you seen? The amount of memes regarding like depression, anxiety, like, hold up, let me find one. Let me find one. Like I've seen this stuff on my Twitter feed, my Instagram feed. Just, just give me one sec. The fact that I see the top result is by, from a site called good.is, 40 memes that might make you laugh if you have crushing depression. Sometimes all you can do is laugh. Like, what is that? I mean, that's funny, but the fact that this is a normal thing. It's kind of, it's kind of really, it's really messed up. Okay, so we understand that there is a problem, right? We've seen a, the increase with the use of technology. Technology has become a lot more advanced, more advanced than ever before. And we've seen the huge issue when it comes to the rise of our feelings of feeling less connected to each other. So how do we solve this? How do we solve this problem, right? If more people than ever are being diagnosed with depression, anxiety, does that mean that we just have to prescribe them drugs? I mean, it just means there's a chemical imbalance in your head, right? It's It happens. It's natural. We have medication that we can give you to fix this problem. You don't like these icky feelings that you are having. That's okay. We're going to give you these drugs that get rid of the icky feelings. So boom, the problem is solved. Here's a prescription. I'll see you in a month. Have a good time. I'd love, I would really love for that just to be the answer. But it's not. That doesn't solve the problem at all. It just solves the symptom of the problem. Let's do a little thought experiment. 
Imagine someone by the name of Keith is trying to upset you. I know, Keith is already kind of an upsetting name. Bear with me. Keith decides the way he's going to upset you is by mailing you a pile of shit. I mean, literally mailing you a pile of shit. You can do that. And I don't know about you, but I would be very upset if somebody decided to mail me a pile of shit. I would be tilted. Now, let's say that Keith decides to use UPS to send you this pile of shit. I say UPS because I honestly do believe they would be a viable company to be sending people shit, literally and figuratively. Now, there you are. You see your name and you see a package. It's a gift. It's a gift from Keith. Oh, no way. It's beautifully packaged. It's so beautifully packaged that St. Nicholas turns in his grave because of just how beautifully this package is wrapped. You're excited, you open it up, only to see that your fingers now kind of feel funny. There's some brown on your fingers. You, you, you dig deeper and you're like, what? This isn't chocolate, I'll tell you that. This is shit. You're upset now, right? Are you going to be upset at UPS or are you gonna be upset at the person who actually sent the shit? Our approach to depression and anxiety in the modern day is kind of like us being upset at the UPS mail system. They're doing your job. The feelings that you have, they're telling you something's wrong. UPS delivery guy or woman just was doing their job. Somebody wanted to send you something. There it is. It's shit. Oops. Sorry. We're not fixing the problem by just prescribing medication to those who feel that. Yes, this is, I, I do understand. In fact, everybody on our team understands that depression, anxiety, loneliness, some of it is biologically driven. Not everybody can just feel good even if everything's going well for them and they have the most connections that you can think of, just beautiful, strong connections. Sometimes you are just biologically inclined to not feel happy, that's, that's, understandable that happens but the fact that these numbers keep going up how can we all just be biologically inclined to sadness that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense at all we actually have to fix this problem if you have ways to fix this problem yourself please if you have ideas I'm, i would love to hear about them here's the way that we our team at weblin is trying to fix this problem we have a we have a five-step approach right five step one Create a platform for communities and events. That step is already done. It's downloadable on the App Store. Please check it out because even you just downloading it, it helps push this vision forward of creating a world that we are all more involved and connected to each other. Step two, get more people interested in hosting events through us. You see, here is a little, little fun thing to all you event hosts out there. A little sales pitch to you too. So you have an event that's selling tickets, right? I don't know what ticket provider that you're going to use or ticket service, but I'll, I'll promise you it's not going to be as good as ours. Our ticketing is free. It's 100% free. Ooh, that's nice, right? Okay, yes, it is nice. On top of that, when you sell tickets through us, your money is available pretty much the same day. If somebody buys a ticket through Weblin for your event, the money that you've earned for that ticket is available to be deposited in your bank account almost immediately. I can tell you there is no other ticket organizer or platform that is like that. And if that doesn't encourage you to get on there, well, 
at least the feeling of knowing that you are participating in a vision and trying helping solve a problem that is this big it's something and we hope that's enough to help you get involved with us please reach out if that's you step three build a network of driven community builders when it comes to community builders this can look like a lot of different things but the goal is that you or a group of people are interested in creating a community to either a solve a problem or b appeal to an interest so how are we going to fix things like climate change and social injustice in a more efficient manner we should probably create communities right there are people focused and interested in going into a life of like being a community builder and actually creating a community that actually solves these problems but we currently don't really have a system like that you can use you can attempt to use something like facebook groups i mean even saying that is kind of distasteful in my mouth but if you feel like doing that please be my guest be our guest go for it please let us know how that goes it doesn't have to be a mission focused community it can be an interest let's say you're interested in golf let's say you're interested in a specific video game let's say that you're interested in a sport you can create a community to get people like that involved boom you immediately start finding people who share interests with you who can do different like a specific hobbies with you and so on that already would look wildly different to what we see today step four reward and pay people for attending events and building their community through Weblin. I can tell you something, that is pretty much the ultimate goal of what we're trying to do. We want people to basically have a full-time income getting involved in their community. We want people to actually be able to go out, participate in their community, and be rewarded for it. The way that we would do that is by sharing the revenue that Weblin makes through ticketing, advertising, merchandise, and so on. Number five, focus on making the world a better place. That is our mission. We basically do all of that. We repeat steps. We may repeat steps on the way, but that is us. That's the way that we're solving the problem when it comes to the epidemic with loneliness, depression, and anxiety. We can keep medicating ourselves. We can keep doing that. That's fine. But in the long run, it's going to lead to a future that is going to just be more depressing. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather not. That's it for today's episode. Let us know how you liked it. And next week, what we're going to be talking about is the phases that Weblin is going through in order to solve this problem. Just what steps more specifically are we taking? What does that look like? Who's involved? Can you get involved? More than likely, the answer is yes. If you would like to get involved, please reach out to us and let us know what kind of vision that you have for your community. Download the app. It's another way to support this vision. The more people that get involved, the more people that get involved. Simple as that. We're all trying to make the world a better place out here. That's what we do. We want to help you build your community, find events, and get paid. Talk to y'all next week.